Welcome to CT Startup. This is Dave Bernard, one of your co-hosts from Bertha Kalina. And with me today are Eric Francis from Trifecta Ecosystems. Chris DeMauro with Sublime Exposure Online. We have a special co-host today, for also from Bertha Kalina. Tony Gangemi. And Tony's one of our intellectual property attorneys, and he's sitting in. And we're at the Innovation Summit, the Connecticut Technology Council's uh, annual event here in the Hartford Convention Center. And we have a special guest today. Um, our guest is Dr. Marianne Zanuck. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. So your, your product is Willowworks. It is. And it is a freestyle fitness station that we have brought to market. It's very interesting because it replaces an entire room full of heavy metal weights. You use the convenience of balance, body weight, and repetition. It's so simple. Okay, so to describe this for the listener, um, when you see a freestyle system, I, I'm looking at a picture of it now, and it, it's... It's like a tall wooden post with... More like a tree. More like a tree. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I was just going to say, it's like a, uh, what is it called? The, uh, the coat trees or whatever that people have at their house. <laughs> a coat yeah. rack? A coat rack or whatever. Oh my goodness. And it's got, and it's, but it's got, yeah, it's got curved wood that a woman is using as a resistance piece. It has five limbs at different levels. Some down at your knee and then up midway and then this tall limb for stretching. And it allows an it's like an all-encompassing gym because it allows all kinds of movements for strength, flexibility, balance, and rehabilitation. Now, how heavy is this? It's only 40 pounds. That's amazing. Wow, really? So, so then you can curl it, right? Can you do that? <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> just, you can do that with it, too. You, you, you Good strength training. Yeah. Yeah. Little bench, bench press. You know. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Marion, how, uh, how did this come about? I mean, is it was it just something that uh, sprung up? You're using a tree one day, and you're like, I can make this. <laughs> I do use the trees. In my CrossFit workouts in the beautiful Connecticut forest, yeah. I use the trees, the rocks, the cliffs. And when I got Lyme disease in my left knee from always being in the forest, yeah. I used this technique to rehab from being on crutches, full contracture, couldn't move this knee. And I used the technique holding on and stretching my medial hamstrings, targeting the tissues that needed to be stretched, three weeks going from crutches to full recovery, never going to therapy. And that's when I realized, oh, this can be done. There's something so there, I designed right? it, patented, and now we have the patents uh, issued and pending in seven countries. Nice, nice. Wow. So this has been a, this has been a little bit of a, a, a road for you, right? Because you, you were in the Reset Accelerator, what was it, last yes. year? Last yeah, year, right? And year then uh, then you changed the name a little bit. So tell us a little bit about the progression of the, the company from go, going from Lyme disease to, you know, a company. I have just never <laughs> quit. I've just known uh, in the benefits of this, being uh, a PhD in pathology and orthopedic specialist, physical therapist, and athlete, I know about the plasticity of soft tissues and the ease with which you can recover from injury and you can do strength training without heavy weights just use your body. Mm -hmm. So I have climbed in very interesting ways. This keeps on going with very positive reception from the point of when you and I first met each other. Yeah. Now I have a very elite celebrity level team, including the likes of Mr. Joe Grace, and he is the one who launched Thymaster, Suzanne Summers Thymaster, okay. oh, as yeah. well as WebMD, <laughs> Medscape. He's the founding president of Regency Films. And I also have Emery Day. They designed our website and are doing our campaign. Mm -hmm. They're the same guys who drove the Snuggie campaign. 
Oh, geez. oh so slow. I wow. am in good hands. <laughs> so, so really, no names that people like here. Yeah, it's gonna time, say. Right? I mean, yeah, but what, but what have these people done for us lately? Yeah. that's what I'm saying. I don't know about you guys. I have like five snuggies at home. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. I didn't need to know that. <laughs> we also have Jim Huerta of the NASA Group. He's valuable to me. Uh, dedicated, hardworking, and also Denise Whitford, MBA. She is well known throughout this state. Yes. A very savvy businesswoman as a business advisor. Yes, De- Denise is with the uh, Small Business Development Center. Yes. And uh, I, I've worked with her a number of times. Uh, and she does, she's, now she is not, she's not in the Yukon office, which. She's in both. She will do the Yukon as well as the SBDC. Uh, she will. They have, they, they're a remarkable resource for companies in Connecticut. Uh, mm-hmm. They have offices in uh, in Yukon as well as, you know, in, in other cities throughout the state. And they're a free resource. Yes. Uh, and it's, it's a tremendous thing for entrepreneurs to look at. So I assume that this device comes with a instruction book or a set of exercises or an exercise plan? Yeah, we have YouTube videos that are available. Um, we are stepping into new videography as we have just gone live with a brand new website. And that is buywillowworks.com, B-U-Y, willowworks.com. And the uh, reason, one of the reasons I'm here today at this Innovation Summit is to recruit some funding. I have done very well self-funding this entity, and now it's time for some help. Mm-hmm. So videography will be spectacular. Uh, celebrity endorsement, again, going through the network of Joe Grace, who has all the network across <laughs> this country, um, and some inventory for QVC. QVC has caught wind of this, is very interested, and we also just received our UL um, standard for stress and balance oh, um, wow. ratings, which far exceeded our expectation. And that will be the piece that QVC is interested in next. Now, can someone buy this right now from you? They can, we've got them available. And we are available for a, offering a cherry model or an oak model, so it looks beautiful in your home. There's some accessories, resistance tubes, speed bag. Would you like to know the price? Oh, or, sure. They sell for retail of $15.99, and that includes free shipping across the country um, into Canada and eventually will go into the international markets. And for wholesale, we have a price of $12.99. Oh, nice. So so with the wholesale, you're trying to uh, get into other retailers. Uh, are you trying to get into like the, uh, the, the sports authorities and the dicks kind of place? No, or are you trying to we're go going... Uh, kind of a larger scale B2B, not retail, but uh, B2B f- targeting health and fitness centers, okay. physical therapy centers, yeah. and their distributors, and hospitals. Okay, so almost like hotels. a med- So are you almost classifying it as like a medical device? Uh, we could be because medical device is so broad, yeah, and this right. certainly yep. is a medical device. Yep. It's a tool for wellness and health, but we're not classified as that, okay. certainly not needing any FDA approval or anything. Um, Mount Sinai is very interested in it right now here in Hartford and we're going that route in uh, broad scale B2B and then the B2C will also fall into place. (laughs) I remember when we uh, first were talking about this you were saying something about the wood right it's a a special type of wood that kind of has has some flexibility in it can you tell us a little bit about that or? No it's actually not wood. Oh okay that's what it was it's not wood. Yeah (laughs) it It is beautifully (laughs) sculpted out of five layers of a uh, glass composite, fiberglass composite, that makes it stronger than wood, stronger okay. than bent oh, wood lamination. Yeah. And that's why it's so light? 
That's why it's so light and so durable. We also make a custom wood model. That one is made by world-renowned shipwrights in Lunenburg, Nova Scotia. Ooh. And that's our wooden model. But our standard model is the um, multiple layer of the composite that is so strong um, and lightweight at 40 pounds. Yeah. So yeah. what was the iteration process? What was your first version like versus the version you've got now that you want to bring to market? It's not far off. <laughs> I tend to do my prototypes very efficiently, thinking every step. In fact, today I brought two other products that are in prototype stage, but I tend to think it through so solidly that it takes me two prototypes to get to the finished product, so I'm efficient that way. Mm -hmm. So it really only took, um, uh, it was a shipwright in Vermont who made the first version, mm -hmm. and he understood me. He really got it. I was so thrilled with him, and then was able to make the finished product here that is actually made by our Connecticut-based American manufacturers who use their factory in Taiyuan, China, just south of Beijing. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's how it's kind of spread with an in with ease of transition into the prototype, from prototype to product. Right. And how was the uh, patenting process? How long did it take you to go from? It wasn't too bad, you know. <coughs> um, it was very affordable for the um, the provisional $540 that locked me in with safety for that year and then I had to produce a little bit more money in order to get the non-provisional mm -hmm. but still affordable at about oh, $1,200, $1,500 using a very renowned IP lawyer here in Hartford, Connecticut mm -hmm. and um, now it's getting to a little more expensive venture because we have penetrated into the global market with international, um, but we have the design um, patent issued and the utility is on its way as well as protection with trademarks um, mm -hmm. and domain. And, and how long did the, the IP uh, filing actually take before it was uh, published? About two years. Two, two years? Yeah, it was, that's pretty quick, I think. Your experience, you would know the average it's more like three to five, isn't it? Well, I'm sure Tony would. Yeah, three that. years is a good benchmark for sure. Yeah, <coughs> and the design of this is so unique, which I knew. That's what sped that up. So what, I mean, usually, you know, you think of inventions are really a solution to a problem. That's what I always tell folks. I mean, that's really what they are. So what what problem did you solve? I mean, it, here, you know, so your, your patent claims are focused on, is it the shape of it? Is it the material? Yeah, it's it's all of the above because in the versatility of this device, in the efficacy, in the beauty, in the lightweight, in the small footprint, in the all-encompassing gym, in the progression for rehab, in offering a intense cardio workout to gentle stretch. There's so many things in between that make this such an exceptional product. And to answer your question, the problem that we're solving is the universal need to stay strong and flexible and to live pain-free. And the current options are not desirable. People have to use heavy metal weights, which will injure them. Mm -hmm. um, they don't want to go to the gym. One out of four of us attends orthopedic rehab. Um, many soft tissue injuries or aches and pains can be resolved at home just with a nice, gentle stretch, progressive stretch. Um, so there's no real good solution for everybody. They're kind of pushing back from the heavy metal, the equipment that ends up in their basement. Mm -hmm. And this is a refreshing change back to natural. 
So um, I'm kind of curious, how long has, this, you, you know, you're actually a little farther along than a lot of the startups we speak with. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you have serious partners, uh, you're already getting out globally. Uh, how, how far into this process are you at this point? How, how long has this taken you? Two and a half years. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty quick. That, that, that seems like you're getting there pretty fast. Yeah, a, a, a nice chunk of change. <laughs> Did the, uh, yeah, Good yeah. personal investments. <laughs> How yeah, much yeah. the uh, the accelerator program helped this? That was wonderful. They forced us to come to decisions much faster than we would have if we weren't there. The issues just bubbled up and you answered it week to week instead of letting it go two, three, yep. four weeks. Um, entrepreneur in residence, Eric Knight, is always wonderful to talk mm-hmm. to. Answers start just flooding between us quickly. Yeah. Um, and the support was really good. When uh, when did you get into the accelerator, like in the in the timeline of your business? Was it like six months after, or a year after? About a year and a half after. A year and a half after? Yes. No, before that, I mean, so, so you, you got the Lyme disease, you started rehabbing and like that. I mean, did you just like Okay, I got an idea, and now I, I'm quitting my career. Or I mean, oh, what that was it, was happened it? out beautifully. You know what? How things happen for a reason. <laughs> okay. Um, Entrepreneur. So entrepreneurship is about timing. So oh, we lo- totally. love to hear these stories. And and <laughs> magical positive energy. But um, I was laid off as a medical sales consultant. Okay. Um, a big loan was called in from on this company, and he had to lay off a big amount of his workforce. So that happened in August, perfectly laid off, just at the time, I think the day before, I came running home from the forest announcing to my husband, this brilliant idea, and he he poo-pooed it. And then I was laid off, and I thought, oh, perfect. I don't don't have to actually uh, convince him to let me do this. I have to do this, kind of thing. And I haven't been back to the workforce since, to his dismay. Sometimes he pushes me, you're doing what? Yeah, that's good. So, um, so you're here at the Innovation Summit today. You said you're looking for financing, hoping to meet some financing people. Anything else that you're getting out of the Innovation Summit today? Oh yeah, lots of connections always with um, the Crossroads Venture Group and um, all of the affiliations of the NASA Group. Uh, Mike Siegel will probably invite me back to the Yale Club Equity Forum in December. (laughs) (laughs) If you're listening, Mike, you will invite her back. Can we come too? (laughs) So I guess guess the question is that with the with the financing and stuff like that. I mean, how much are you looking for? What is it? um, it, What is it going to be used for? I mean, where is it just for really the marketing and kind of getting the the whole uh, sales uh, process going? Or tell us a little bit about that. We are in need of funding f- to support our marketing, as you mentioned, and we're looking for three hundred fifty to five hundred thousand right now, okay. and that will allow us to continue in our marketing and to get the videography that we are looking for to go on this brand new website. And that videography will explain all kinds of details. If you want to work on your back, or you want to strengthen, or do balance work, it'll have the subsets, and the video could be played from your phone on directly held onto the device so that's going to make that easy maybe even with an app a willowworks app Uh and um so our funding is to continue doing what we're doing in getting the inventory uh for qbc um some more r d on the two products that i've brought today the angle stone for the intrinsic work of your foot and ankle and the bedrock which is under protection still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, guys, you guys got to see it today. 
And um, so we will continue expanding um, through Joe Grace's network. We will go to the uh, William Morris Endeavors in Beverly Hills. They are the agents to every star you could ever imagine. So with Joe's assistance, when we are ready, we're going to be appealing to the likes of Nice. I don't know, Jennifer Aniston, yeah. Christy Brinkley would be a good one. She's there in the Hamptons. <laughs> so somebody to Just get just one or two well. endorsements and then, mm -hmm. then, you're, then you're there, right? So, yeah. So have you received any uh, support or have you sought any support from any of these state entities like the DECD, the Department of Economic Community Development, or um, Connecticut Innovations or CTNext? DECD and HEDCO are very interested in us. In fact, um, we were vetted very positively, and the review was this company is worth funding. They have no gaps. Go ahead and fund them. So we went through that process, but it came to a halt in that my revenue wasn't high enough. Mm -hmm. So fine, we're going to just turn, pivot, as entrepreneurs do, and go to f investors. Um, but they are very aware of what we're doing. They love the exposure that it's going to bring Connecticut, the health notion. They love the team. They said they've never seen a team such as this. They love the product and um, all of it represents. Um, Connecticut Innovations hasn't yet nibbled like I would like them to. Um, I'm not sure if they more restrictive to technology based, mm -hmm. but I don't think so. so my note to them is pay attention and fund <laughs> yeah. this fabulous entity because it's time. Um, Angel Investment Forum, Forum just today showed a lot of interest and we will be sitting down with them. Um, Connecticut Innovations' Ted Murphy was interested, um, but I'm not sure where that's going to go. Um, we had some great success at the Cell and Genome Center in Farmington at the Yukon Health Center as I pitched to about 90 investors and various bankers and people in the audience. That's the time that I ended up on the um, Hartford Business Journal cover. Oh, great. Based on that pitch. And that was my first pitch just in September with full pitch deck appealing to say, we're ready now for funding. Mm -hmm. So all of them can jump on board right about now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We actually shared that article on our Facebook page, by the way. So yeah, you definitely yeah. should check that yeah, out. Yeah. Uh, how many uh, units have you uh, gotten uh, out into the uh, ecosystem? We've gotten a modest amount um, to kinetic, to uh, orthopedic surgeons, mm -hmm. to patients with bilateral shoulder pains, with um, a woman who suffers from um, multiple sclerosis, and then just general athletes who yep. want to stay fit. So a modest amount that is growing. And with this uh, onset of our campaign, that should go in leaps and bounds. Nice, nice. Um, is there anything that uh, you would like to see Connecticut do more of to help startups and entrepreneurs? You know, we definitely hear a lot from people that, you know, this is what they could do better. And I'd love to hear yeah. get your perspective. Yeah, um, I have felt a bit abandoned by Connecticut going through this, offering so much and having to continue the hardships of independent support of this. It's hard on my family. I have four children. Uh, some in university and um, a husband who believes in me but also is keeping the roof over my head and when they look at what I'm doing they should have a year a year and a half ago they should have seen the human equity that I hold the entity that I'm offering and they should have at least offered 
10,000 bucks, you know, $10,000 would have relieved so much of my pain. This Not that there's a price on your loyalty. Connecticut lost that one. You just need 10K and you would have been raving about that. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's wrong with Connecticut at all. They Hell, I'll do it for five. <laughs> it's not a lot of money, but it would have done me so much. I mean, this thing can replace a room full of heavy metal equipment and machines. Yep. But so. I, I think that speaks to a common problem. You know, we're the land of steady habits here. And, you know, $10,000 sounds like a lot, but in the, it really isn't. But for an, a startup, for an entrepreneur, that can be the difference between success and struggling. Exactly. And, and that is definitely something we've heard a lot about yeah. Connecticut is that the they don't help enough at the very early stages. Yeah, it's always the criterion, oh, how much revenue have you got? Well, I don't have a lot of revenue yet. I'm doing all of this. And there's no support for the all of this stage, and there should be, because not many people have the courage that I do to keep on going. So when you say when you say like the support side, because I mean I, I don't necessarily disagree with you in the sense that um, at early startup stages, like you, you need a lot more kind of. Uh, not, not necessarily just money, but connections, you know, uh, advising, all that kind of stuff. So other than the money, other than the 10K, like what is it that you would, you would have wanted? What do you think could have, could have been a catalytic uh, moment, moment or experience that would have propelled you to, again, getting to, to faster revenue, right? Because all the other stuff is, is very important, right, at the initial stages. But I think uh, this is an issue with startups in general is that when they don't have revenue, they don't have money coming in. People are like, well, you know, it's very risky bet, you know. So mm -hmm. so what is mm -hmm. it other than the, the 10K that would have really kind of launched you to, to the next point? Well, I am unique in that I'm self-sufficient more than other people. So if, if somebody else would say, you know, I could have used an input for marketing or, or some support or some guidance, I go out and find it myself. Um, in fact, I've had a lot of positive energy with this in the people that I need c seem to come drop into my lap just when I need them. Um, so I've been able to fill my void. So really my need has been funding, funding, funding. Um, if I weren't the person that I am though, um, I would be wanting more of a reach out from the entrepreneurs and residents, you know, perhaps Eric Knight, the whole accelerated group yep. to say, why don't you come in? Let's put our heads together. You're doing something fabulous. What, what do you need? What can we support? And maybe it's um, complimentary service. Mm -hmm. um, keeping in touch with us, maybe every six months, you might have a hit list yep. of names. Okay, what are they doing right now? Because we tend to do phenomenal things week by week by week. Yeah. And so a six month time frame could really be. <laughs> it's a lifetime. It's, it's different. It's, you know, mm -hmm. Some companies could and live and die in that. Period. Yeah. They should bring us in and um, at least a pat on the back. Yeah. Wow. You're amazing. But you're, you feel very isolated. Mm -hmm. Do you have any, uh, would you have any um, suggestions, advice for people that are looking to do startup in Connect, you know, Anything that you've learned along the way that you would like the rest of, you know, new entrepreneurs to avoid? <laughs> or to avoid. Or, or to do, I mean. The first thing to do positively is two things. Always recognize that every small step is part of the climb. It, mm -hmm. And you just, just do the next step. And the second thing that plays into that is go through the, um, the motions without the emotion. 
because we'll have a human tendency to say, oh, I have to phone that guy. He's a big fancy guy. I don't know what I'm... He, I just turn that off. I dial that phone and <laughs> I'm talking to him. <laughs> and I don't let myself emote. Yep. I used to. Mm-hmm. And now, mm-mm. But, but also that, that goes to like the ups and downs of entrepreneurship, right? You have one great day, you, you make that sale, everything, you have great client meetings, and then the next day you have a client calling you saying, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, Absolutely. like what what happened? My, my, it's not working right. And, and so then, it's, a, it's yeah. I mean, this is something that I have to tell my girlfriend. That it's like one day I'm elated. The other days I'm kind of, the, and as entrepreneurs, I, I always feel like we try to stay steady, right? Like yeah. we don't try to go too too far off the off the rocker. Yeah. I, just, um, I just want to point out that the only reason we have an explicit label on this podcast is because of, of you. Yeah. Well, that just want to point <laughs> that I, I'm, I'm actually doing very <laughs> well by not swearing. I'm usually like all over Damn the place. it, Dave. Oh, man. <laughs> it's, it's, even, it's even worse when I'm in like classrooms talking to kids and I'm just oh, like, yeah. Oh, let's just stop myself. You stop yourself. You shut the front door. <laughs> yeah, exactly. shut the door. <laughs> I'm sure they've never yeah. heard it. Or I'm pretty. I'm it. pretty sure there's there's studies that show people who swear are actually uh, oh. more honest. I believe. Oh. I believe there's studies In that relief. show. Yeah, relief. exactly. And you Keep know, telling yourself that, Eric. There's a pain study oh, where people had to put their hands into ice cold water, yeah. and first time round they weren't allowed to say anything, or they had to say sweet words. Yeah. Sweet words. <laughs> women and men. And then the second time round, they got to swear their heads off. And the women in particular got, th- could, could, I think three times they could withstand that cold yeah. torment just by <laughs> letting her rip with yep, the swear yeah, words. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's important. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just don't do that on the phone call with the big fancy guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes, you, you know, Steve Jobs used to cry. I go in the forest, I can let it all (laughs) out, and I have to run, um, too. I have to, that's where everything cycles through. If you don't have that escapism, and I have that luxury, I'm up against the forest, and I can have that perspective change where just the mind goes, goes, goes. If I were in a big city and never escaped Mm -hmm. that, I wouldn't have my, Mm -hmm. you know, progression of thought that I am able to do. That's critical. Yeah. So, so it seems that it's not just a product, it's a lifestyle, it's something that basically like you've, this is you, like this is you in, in a, in equipment form, right? <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, like that's the kind it's of vibe that I've always got. Did you just call her a coat rack? No, I did not call her a coat rack. <laughs> a freestyle fitness station. Yeah. 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 I didn't know that. Yeah. That's no, a good that's, thing. That's what I just yeah. called her. Right? <laughs> the, the level of insight that we bring to this podcast know, astounds me every a, time. I, I just, I try to go higher level. You know, we're <laughs> repping the state well. <laughs> but it is a lifestyle, and it, not everybody has the luxury of the forest that I do, or the athleticism, or the physical therapy, or the orthopedics. Mm-hmm. All of that and so I am bringing this to the world to say this is a better way so Dr. Zanuck if if someone wants to get a hold of you or Mm -hmm. or find out more about Willow Works how do they do it there's three contacts phone number 860-993-5283 and also email sales at buywillowworks.com that's b-u-y willowworks.com and also our website buywillowworks.com. I, I should point out that works is uh, W-R-X. Correct. Yes, W-R-X. W-O-R-X. Yes. Yeah. Oh, W-R-X. Did I say W-R-X? Yeah. Sorry. That's a car. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that was my old car. Sorry. Uh, Pining for the W-R-X. past. <laughs> um, and, and I'll also point out that uh, you're the second person today who actually, for the first time in our history of our podcast, has, has given out their f- a phone number on a podcast. Yep. 
So I, I have to warn you, we have no idea what will happen. We're learning more about our listeners, but we don't know them well enough. Yep. So uh, is that one guy in New Zealand, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he's the wild card. If he's got <laughs> some money to throw at this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, then he's welcome to call. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. It was for a sure. pleasure. Thank you. Great. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the CT Startup Podcast. We want to thank our audio sponsor, the Murphy Kalina Law Firm, our guests for their time and input, our production company, Sublime Exposure Online, and of course you, our listeners, for helping make all this possible. Make sure to check out our Facebook page, our webpage at ctstartup.com, and our Twitter at ctstartupcast. And please make sure to join our newsletter for all the latest information on the connected startup. Show.